You have found the Story Forward podcast. Congratulations. We are your hosts. I am Larry Rosen. I am well, sitting, sitting several yeah. hundred miles from me. I know. It's Christian Wayne. Yes. And today we have a guest who's going to stick around with us for the entire episode, the season ending episode, Miss Katina yes. Dutton. Say hello to the fans, Katina. Katina, aka Katie Dutton, back in the day. So I'm going to be Chris instead of Christian Wynn, because that's what we call each other back in the Seattle days. And we still is it time to give a, yeah, it's time to give a little background on why we have also known Katie Dutton for 35 years. Yeah, 35 years. Might as well, you know, we're here. Yeah. But as uh, the intro, Katie, we can introduce her. Katie, you're allowed to talk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's she's very nervous. I'm a little, I'm a little tired. Oh, are you? Okay. Uh, just a just a, a little bit of background. We 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 all were kicking around Seattle in our early twenties, and here we are, thirty five years later, still all nice. knowing each other. So, uh, we have Katie here though for a very specific reason today, not just because it's Old Friends Day. Today, as our season ending episode, episode twelve, following that momentous bar fight episode. Yes. Um, we looked in the mirror and decided, you know, we're getting a little bit older and we need to talk about how we're going to relate to sports as we get older. Now, where Katie comes in, I'm going to keep that on the down low for now, but she's going to yes. play a very important role in our discussion today she's about sports. The curtain. We have lots to talk about here. So the experiment <laughs> home curtain, the trailer park curtain, we got some good insight. Um, it's coming. That's true. So. <clears throat> Christian Wynn and I may not be retiring in the traditional sense. We are writers, therefore we will continue writing and probably <laughs> not getting paid for it until uh, they're shoveling dirt over us. So I don't plan on having him shovel dirt. I mean, I plan to be in an urn somewhere, maybe. How about you? An urn sounds like about the right thing, you know? So, mm -hmm. yeah, that's fine. Or, or may, maybe you, you, take, you take the ashes in the urn and put them someplace cool. Or yeah, or one of those like green funeral things where like you let like cows eat you or your cats or I don't know, just maybe people who are hungry. Um, that would, yes, yeah. I wouldn't mind that. I wouldn't mind it. Yeah, but we're getting we're getting ahead of ourselves. Right. Uh, this, <laughs> this season we explored all kinds of people's relationships with sports, and we even had an episode where we talked about our own relationships with sports. Well, today I think we're going to talk about how that relationship changes as you get older and your body starts to dictate how much of how much you can pursue that relationship <laughs> right and yeah the mind as well maybe the patience um hmm. tina slash katie was talking about that we'll get into that a little bit how the mind wouldn't turn off in a particular sport after a league. oh yeah how I, I think about that with golf and stuff too so we'll kind of like i've had to retire from a from basketball for a few reasons we can mm -hmm. talk about too but mm -hmm. we will be talking about that we're calling this game over by the way but the game isn't truly over you know, not yet i don't yeah i don't think the game's ever over till again they put you in the ground and the cows start eating you um what i wanted to start with though we discussed this a little bit before we started recording because we are recording um what was that point in your life and give me an honest answer this time when you realized you were playing sports, you'd had a lifetime 
relationship with sports, but the part where you're going to get better at your sport, that part was over. Your body wasn't going to allow you to do that. Did you have a, a cogent moment where you realized that? You're talking to me. Okay. Well, yeah. <laughs> we still can't get Katie to talk. So I'm talking I know to she's here. I'm just waiting for the right. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. Well, I mean, I don't know. I, well, go back to the basketball moment, I guess, or the basketball series of moments. That's probably the most pronounced one because I didn't play a lot of like league sports. Um, and we had an episode about adult sports leagues and I didn't really do a lot of that. Um, like, so, I, you know, playing softball, I didn't feel like oh, I was going to get worse at that so much, but I would, I was pretty competitive. I still with my basketball game into my, oh, pushing 40, I feel like maybe a little into my early forties, which I'm in my fifties mm-hmm. now, um, fifties, <laughs> somewhere in the fifties in yeah. the middle, yeah, right in the middle. So Anyway, that said, I, I definitely, the body started, but the back primarily was the thing that kept getting tweaked. And I was like, I don't think this is going to get any better. Um, so you get, mm. it gets better, then you go back and it gets tweaked again. And that's really not fun. And I was like, this is, I did out a day. I was like, this is stupid because I'm just not going to get, it's not going to get better doing this. And I, I like to do other things in my life. <laughs> I play golf and also go hiking or just walk around the town without gimping um so i just decided to which was hard and but it was one of those decisions i was like i'm just not going to show up for noon ball at the y or i'm not going to go play the pickup mm-hmm. game, you know on thursday night with our, our friend brian taylor who's dangerous out there <laughs> he did i did sustain several basketball wounds from that guy i have scars to prove <laughs> but yeah i just kind of grew up the rough and tumble life of uh men playing basketball a little wildly at the YMCA and myself getting hurt. So yeah, that was probably 10, 12 years ago. I, I'm going to say a decade ago, I gave it up for good, I feel like. So that's actually, I'm glad you brought that up because that's a different uh, consideration than I was thinking of. You know, I was thinking of in terms of playing sports that require explosive movements. Because <laughs> for me, it was definitely playing volleyball in my mid-30s when I realized I was never going to jump higher, hit harder, move better. Um, But the injury thing is real. Um, As I foolishly continue to pursue working out into my late 50s, I'm always injured, you know, and it takes forever to get over it. I'm not playing rough and tumble basketball, but uh, definitely getting hurt all the time is a consideration. That's weird. But when you quit, did people ask why? Uh... Not really, probably. I don't know. I wasn't like that invaluable to the team. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I, a little bit like friends who I'd play with. Yeah, like I'm like, I, I retired basically. And they were like, why? And then I just gave them the back spiel like I did. Yeah, and they understood. Did you use, did you use the term retired? I did. So I think <laughs> I, I, mean, I retired. I wasn't getting paid much for it. So, but I still, re- no, I, yeah. Yeah. I mean, some people will still want to play, but most of the people I played with at the time are now also stepped away from playing pickup ball. Um, so, but I did notice when I went back after a few years away and just like tried to shoot around, I was like, I have a, it really diminished. Like I was like, dude, you can't even like, you're like shooting air balls from you know, the three point mm-hmm. line when that was, you know, or just from like the, 
the elbow of the key. <laughs> then I, yeah, I take a look, I, we can start. I actually still enjoy going out and it's like shooting around. Like it takes a while though to actually get the I range. Don't know, it's like the range and the aim. And I'm like, what happens? That really like yeah. I just kind of devolved. But so I did notice that. But I, um, so I, I was like, well, I guess I'm not going to go back and play at all ever again. But I do play a lot of golf. Still, you know, kind of inconsistent. Okay. Okay. So I, I still feel like I'm going to get better at that every time I go play. <laughs> so I'm not sure if that's true. I don't like to pay attention to those maybe, you know, sort of very obvious facts to other people. But I just, I feel like I'm still going to be able to get my one handicap back one day, but I, I don't have well, done that a long time. So. I mean, I think I've probably already said it on this podcast that golf, I started playing golf in my mid 40s, maybe late 40s even with the understanding that it was a sport that you could get better at when you were old. And, and it, it may be, do you think that's because golf doesn't require to be good at it? You don't necessarily have to be strong and fast. You know, you can be an old guy yeah. who has an eight wood in his bag and hits 150 yards every single time straight as a string. Yeah, but I haven't gone that route so much yet. Because no. I that's why I'm just like, I think it's a matter of, not playing enough because I still basically hit it about as far as I used to. And I still, you know, sort of have the same basic skill set body wise, as far as that goes, I feel like, but mm -hmm. it's golf's a weird sport too, for like, you have to practice. I mean, most everybody has to practice quite a fair amount of these. Um, mm -hmm. That's a it's expensive, a fair amount, but yeah, it's expensive and I'm, I get kind of cheap, but um, I believe what our guest here <laughs> Tina Dutton has a little bit of insight on this too. So what are your thoughts about when, when was there a moment that you were like, maybe like jumped the shark or you like decided that you couldn't do this anymore or. And was it, was it physical or mental? Well, to be honest, I think I'm still in denial. Like I, I refuse oh. to accept or to even call myself old. Um, and like I said earlier, when we were talking before we were recording, um, I did try to play soccer again. I played that uh, since I was eight till I was 18, probably um, tried to pick that up when I moved here and play indoor soccer um, through work. And those were the nights when I would come home and lay in bed and replay the game and my muscles were aching and like I couldn't sleep. And you know, it was just really affecting my life. So it was like, oh, I can't play anymore. Like I just get too aggro about it. Yeah. What did like, and, what was it? What was spinning through your head when you were right that other player who took yeah, you out? It was, like, yeah. it was, yeah, I should have done this or I could have gotten this or that guy or you know, whatever it was was just replaying in my head. So that was, that was kind of disruptive, but I've actually started different activities. Um, I started mountain biking probably when I was 42 or 43 or something like that. And, um, have really enjoyed that. And, um, I mean, I suppose with mountain biking, you can only get better when you get stronger, you know, you can climb better. Um, I love the downhill, the climbing is a challenge for me. So, um, I have 
tried to, you know, increase my endurance and do those kinds of things to be, to be a better climber. I have also dabbled with belly dance. So (laughs) that's like a totally different sport, um, which um, really challenging in the beginning. Um, And uh, I don't do it very often now, but um, that was something that I was trying to challenge my brain with um, to be more in my body rather than in my mind. Um, Mm. And um and then I've, of course, um, started other sports. I don't know if we're ready to talk about those yet or not, but um, <laughs> let's hold off. I just, let's, I just, I sort hold of off on that. Up, you know, I feel like I, I just want to keep going and keep trying new things. Um, so I, uh, I, I just am refusing to give in to age. So, well, you, um, you brought up something interesting, maybe without knowing what you were bringing up, but when you shifted from soccer to things like mountain biking and belly dancing, it sounds like what you gave up was the competitive nature of it. You decided the competitive part was the part that was kind of not good for you. And we participated in sports for a number of reasons, competition being one of them. I know the, the, the guy sitting to your right there is a big competitor. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> um, I, I, I can be competitive. Yesterday at CrossFit, we teamed up and I was teamed up with my wife who is, you know, very into it. But maybe not, didn't feel the sense of urgency that I did against the other teams. <laughs> like a little bit of that competitive in me so as well. In CrossFit, you have, did you go and you compete against teams? Oh. On Wednesdays, you're not supposed to be competing, but in the end, you write how many reps you got up on the board. And oh, there was no one. Ever I didn't want to. Like, they t- like you- no, there really isn't any cheating because because they, they, they'll modify stuff. Like we had to do, this thing included like 12 pull-ups. We were doing rounds. It was like 12, 12 of everything. And it was first pull-ups and then where you th- throw the big ball at the wall. And then, um, uh, shoot, what was it? It was like these one-legged squats and these push the wall push-ups, like handstand push-ups. And then snatches with the bar over your head. And then these other push things over your head. And then the bike. Well, nobody can do all that stuff except for this, these two firemen down there, one of whom's like in his 50s and <laughs> crushing everybody. But everyone else, it's like, okay, for the pull-ups, like for me, I'm like, I'm putting this rubber band down there so I can kind of stand on that to do my pull-ups. <laughs> and I'm, hold, I'm holding on to this wall when I'm doing the one-legged squats. So no one's really like, there's no way to get an advantage, but I just don't want to finish last. That's all. Okay. <laughs> so yeah, so competition is part of it, but it sounds like for Katie, she decided the competition was the unhealthy part of it. And you found pursuits, uh, unless, you know, when you do mountain biking, you're competing against yourself. Yeah. Or following the person that I'm riding with, <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> which turned into, you know, kind of the, the, uh, the challenge, I guess, for myself, right. you know, to ride so if- better than me. Yeah, which is a challenge. Challenging yourself is different than feeling competitive, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and if you take away the, I think that is a really good observation. That it is really more the challenging myself, maybe um, when it's a solo activity. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But when I do group activities or a team sport kind of thing, that com- competition will come out, and it's mm-hmm. kind of surprising. Um, (laughs) sometimes embarrassing, but then also it just kind of gives me a feedback loop of where I am in my mind. And, um, you know, it gives me the opportunity to kind of dial back from that too. So, 
Not mm-hmm. that it isn't fun sometimes to get a huge rush of adrenaline. Right. <laughs> and I want to kill that guy, but you know, <laughs> I don't know what's But it's not that yeah. healthy always. <laughs> yeah, it's interesting. I used to be, I still am in certain ways. I'm, you know, even with like writing or art, you know, I'm very, I think it's a good thing to be a little, you know, quite a bit competitive or like, I want to do better than that person who just mm-hmm. wrote an amazing, you know, poem, story, article, whatever. But um, I think like I'm even playing golf. I used to, I mean, I still get, don't get me wrong. I definitely yell on the golf course at times, but usually it's at myself as opposed to like trying to beat the, like it's not as bad, even if we're playing for a little bit of money, which those guys like to play for a lot of my friends. I'm not getting pissed at them and i guess that's what yeah i never i did get pissed at the golfers but i, I don't really do any other sports i don't feel like i used to play like even like two-man volleyball competitive. a lot of i would get very angry out there at the other team or just like yeah you know, i think that's a, i think that's a good point though because as you talk about that i really feel like when we're angry it's really with ourselves even Most though we want to blame the other people it's mm-hmm. really because you're disappointed in your own play. I mean, I like to, I can say that for myself, but yeah, maybe, but, maybe well, in the <laughs> maybe basketball world, yeah, you, you know. play like in pickup basketball. You're generally going to keep the court, you know, to keep you mm. keep playing, or in volleyball too, yeah. like you win, winners stay, kind of thing. So that was always a thing. I don't really have that in my life, sport life anymore. Like winners, like get to stay on the court. Um, and then they, they, the Y instituted that no goods policy. Like, you know, everybody rotates in now. And I'm like, you know, we, are, we hold the court. <laughs> but that's soft. Very soft. You know, it's no, soft. No, weak. No. Yeah, this YMCA. Is but, is, but, but as part of aging, maybe getting to the point where even if you don't win, you can recognize a good effort and you won't be mad at yourself for losing. Usually. Yeah. Maybe. True. I don't know. But I mean, we don't just do it for competition, though. And I think this becomes even more important as you get older. You do it for fitness. You do it yes. for just because you love the sport. You know, you love doing it. You can get other things out of it than winning. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> You're both looking at me like, what is he talking about? No, I no, no, was thinking. What's, yeah. what's yeah, the I mean, point I just, if I don't win? I just recently started lifting weights again. And Are you lifting weights these days? <laughs> <laughs> At Fort Boise Community Center. We call this a, a senior center, most people call it. <laughs> I, I, I did not call it the senior center. <laughs> no, but it's funny. But there's no, that's sorry to interrupt. I just think that it was it's a bargain place, and it's just a place where nobody goes because they're all nearly dead. Um, but, oh, really? There's no, I'm several, sorry. There's several older people. I'm shocked usually at some of the people that roll in there and lift weights. Well, uh, like iron these like this one lady walks in with a cane, you know? So I got to hand it to her for... Um, you said it's a four-pronger. It it's like one of it's those... It's a four-prong cane. Yeah. So, yeah. And so she's working out. She's all the help she can get, yeah. She That's comes awesome. in in her slacks and like her, you know, orthopedic shoes. And, but I inter- uh, do you think... Like about your like weird weightlifting. What are you gonna? Well, the, to? the reason why I I started weightlifting, I always loved it, um, but uh, but that had kind of dropped off, and I was looking on Google to find out ways to build muscle when you're over fifty, and it just mm-hmm. said weightlift, 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 and so I thought, heck, uh, I can do that. So, and I really really like it. Um, and then since I. 
I've only been on one bike ride this year because we're still in perpetual winter. Um, <laughs> but I felt so much stronger on the bike. I, my climbing mm. was so much better. Um, Did you, uh, how was the soreness after the first few times? Of weightlifting? Yeah. This is my whole strategy. I hate to be sore, so I don't overdo it. So but, I just started hmm. out, it was just a matter of um, just moving, doing something. So I started with sort of low weights and higher reps. And now after almost two months, I think I'm starting to raise my weights. Mm. Um, but I don't like pain and I don't want to feel awful. I'm doing it because I want to feel good. So I'm just going at my own pace. So and then and alternately, I will go on walks like long walks. So, I wanted to talk about walks because we're all pretty enthusiastic walkers. We're walkers, mm -hmm. yes. Is um, that and and that counts as as activity? Absolutely. Me. Well, I think yeah, I kind of shifted for sure. It does. I check my phone. <laughs> I don't have a fit, yeah. but I mean, or an Apple I watch, whatever. But yeah. No, during COVID, you know, sort of early COVID um, times, I was like, I guess I'm just not going to go to the gym. Um, then I was thought I'd try the whole like, rock, yeah, walk, run, hike, you lift weights at home, or kind of do push-ups and trips. Mm -hmm. I, you know, did, and I was at first I was like, oh, that's probably not going to be as good a workout. And then it turns out it's kind of a better workout. Yeah, I feel like I just in better shape almost than I did going to the gym and hopping on the bike and then lifting weights because I was in that routine. So just, I think it, it, because it worked, I feel like, you know, um, and I was also, it was super nice to be outside. So I consider it sort of a necessity now to get out there and do the hikes, the even the urban hikes, as I call them, I don't do walking, I guess. Right? Yeah, <laughs> I just call it walking. I know when we were actually in Seattle right before COVID froze and you were, we had a good, we I had to do the walks. Yeah. We had to do like walked all the way for, for those who know Seattle from Ballard, the heart of Ballard to like lower Queen Anne and back over right. and gardens and like all, I mean, it That's was, impressive. we did up and over the old neighborhood there. So um, I'm, anyway, I'm actually was, pretty, yeah. I'm a pretty notorious walker. I'm like, even here, if you move to a small town and you want to walk four miles every day, Eventually, people are going to know you're the guy who walks. <laughs> I know. He's well, you walk okay. Just for example, you were you walked from the Boise airport to this my like whatever my I did. He shows up. He's like, I'm just going to walk from the airport. That's like five miles. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. thought about doing that in San Francisco, like to like to the downtown area, but there was like you no know, way to walk out of the airport. Like you just like I was pulling my bag the whole way too. Um, but you know, that. <laughs> But if you're going to, I did, if you're going to do that for exercise or engage with it as a sport, it's a different mindset than if you're playing sort of an explosive sport. Like, what do you do while you're walking? Do you listen I to, listen I listen to, to podcasts I, usually. I listen to a lot of podcasts um, yeah, and or I kind of, you know, what do you do, Katie? I, guess. Um, I, I do podcasts um, and I've also started doing music too. I do some music. Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. And then sometimes it's nice to have nothing, right? Yeah. Take those headphones off. You yeah. get the ambient yeah. sounds. Yeah. Uh, I do. I actually, I, I tend to go like one headphone since I moved here. In San Francisco, I had like, give me the most powerful sound noise canceling headphones in the world. <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah. I, I think it's a, I have a hard time like not listening to something now. Then like when I go hiking even, you know, I'm just like, 
I can't get my podcast to download. I'm like, oh man, now I'm I can't do a words and stuff. Yeah, oh now I'm God. stuck with that myself. Seems, yeah, but it is nice actually. I do. I just think as a person who you know, we talked about the writing stuff. I did my own head, and it is nice to be able to like run through stories or or just mm-hmm. get a little in the brain, and you know. But um, yeah, I'm not cro- I crossed over into. I don't know. There's in, in Boise, as Katie knows, um, and Larry, I'm sure you know too, but there's a lot of outdoor folks who do so much like, well, mountain biking or just like serious like rock climbing or just they get super competitive with their outdoor sports, you know, around here. It's climbing or just even backpacking into sort of places that are really tough to get to. And, and just like that's a badge of, you know, sort of sporty honor i suppose around here but i don't really go that way too much i just i think i enjoy the journey as they say you mm-hmm. know as much as anything at this point i mean i had to push myself but it's not like i don't really consider my hiking backpacking you know sort of backcountry life like a sport per se but an activity mm. so i don't know yeah. would you consider Okay, well, let's talk about that line then between sport and activity, because I consider an activity too. And sometimes I wonder if like, if, if, you know, I'm lucky enough to make it into like my seventies or eighties and I'm still walking, if that'll be like, this is, this is how I stay in shape. I walk and that's it. End of story. Now I know one of us has chosen another sport as they get older, (laughs) but I'd like to hear a little, it's it's popular. it's all the rage. We're going to cross over into pickleball land now. No, because, <laughs> because this is, so I live in a town where there's a lot of old people and this is the most popular sport. They do it Wednesday mornings. They do it Friday mornings. Anytime you walk by the tennis courts, they've been turned sideways and everybody's playing pickleball. And every time I walk by there, the first few times, I was like, I can just go out there and dominate. But then I thought <laughs> maybe I shouldn't go out there because I probably wouldn't dominate. I think I'm going to wait till I'm older to do that but katie you now play pickleball you something you have in common with my mother-in-law is that you play pickleball Mm -hmm. tell us how you how did you start well i was looking for more fun in my life and so uh i was kind of in a mm, lower darker place maybe and uh a friend of mine uh tony knapp of all people. Tony Knapp, from Australian. Seattle. Yeah, he's yes. Australian, that's, currently that's living in Sun Valley. Okay. Um, he had been playing quite a bit and was talking it up. And I just thought, what the heck? I'll, I'm going to check it out. So I went to the Fort Boise Community Center <laughs> website. AKA Senior Center. And so I. Smells funny. so and the day that i showed up happened to be the first thursday of the month i think it was in january and uh they had a lesson that day and um so i learned right out of the bat that there are certain rules and certain ways to do things and um i also met a friend now who uh, I call my crazy Brazilian friend, Silvino. Um, He had just started playing. Well, he played a little bit longer than I had and he was just really fun. And um, so we started playing quite a bit. He wanted me to be a a team partner. um, So, cause he wanted to uh, compete. And at that time I didn't want to compete. So 
I just would keep showing up and, and would just keep playing. He's um, an ex-Olympic coach, so he's kind of a trainer type. So we would show up and we would do training drills and stuff together. And uh, he was just a lot of fun, mostly. So that's how I got started. I've kind of played more or less kind of intermittently. Um, but uh, it, it really is it really is a fun sport. And I do have to say that I've tried some pickup games with other people who are just learning. And it really is important to learn the rules and to try to play the game correctly. It's not a short tennis court. It's not um, you know, racquetball. It's not. It's really it's its own sport. And you kind of have to respect it for what it is. And when you play it properly, it's extremely fun. And it's <laughs> it's one of those. Give things. us a few of the rules that are like, what is unique to pickleball that you're talking the about? Kitchen. The kitchen. Uh, the kitchen. I've yeah. heard about the kitchen from my yeah. mother-in-law. Yeah. So that's five feet, I think, in front of the net on either side. And you're not allowed to go in the kitchen. Ever. Uh, you can, if it bounces in the kitchen, then you can step in, but you need to step back out. Oh. So it adds some dimensions. <laughs> so you can't um, get up there. Like, That's just, right. Yeah. It's not like tennis where you can just slam it. You can't just volley. Yeah. Um, I think it would be more helpful to pickleball if it didn't call that the kitchen. Why is that? I don't know. It's just kind of funny. It's, it's, <laughs> it's kind of funny that they call it the kitchen. I mean, well, I think there is a proper term. It was just introduced to me oh. as kitchen so well, that's billiards is another sport that's low impact generally so it's uh <laughs> but there is the kitchen <laughs> yeah. well the kitchen is a, is like behind like if you are i guess where you, i should i know billiards a little where you put the cue ball you can't go like if you're going to break the the rack you have to the ball has to be behind it's in the kitchen behind that line oh, so that's that, a term i know from billiards or, i mean i guess this is probably hmm. more it's slang well, now, too. But I'm yeah. wondering. I'm wondering now if all those times I've heard someone don't let them in your kitchen. They're talking like pick, if that's a pickleball reference. Basketball, you know, I, I feel know. like I don't baseball know. Baseball too. Baseball when, you, when are you when, in when it's right in there in the strike zone. It's in the right kitchen? in the kitchen. Is that true? Did right? I make that Is up? That You've never heard, like, heard that. Okay, that's I've never heard that. He's what uh, call it when it's but, I'm sorry. I don't mean to. That's all right. To, I but. What I want to know, though, is so how hard is it to pick up if you're planning on playing seriously? Like I see the people I see play. I don't think they're planning on playing seriously. Like, hey, let's just get out, hit it back and forth. You know, um, how hard is it to pick up as a sport? Um, I, I don't think it's that hard. The greatest thing about it is it makes you want to play. It feels like I've never been interested in golf, but it feels like what people say about golf, mm -hmm. how they want to just keep playing because they want to get better at it. That's how it makes me feel. Oh, I just want to get back out there. I just want to try. I want to do that again. I want to do that again. Um, but I think that there are some specifics um, that, that can make you a better player. And if you know what those are and practice those, then mm -hmm. that will make you a better player. If you're just out there hitting around, I, I don't think you necessarily get that much better. Um, it seems like, yeah, it seems like it would feel like just giant ping pong if you were just rallying. Right. Yeah. And, and really, the game is played at the kitchen line. 
on both sides. So oh. you start at the baseline and then both teams are working their way up to the kitchen. And once you get to the kitchen, Slowly. you're dinking. <laughs> so you're, you're hit. It's really should That's be when you get the four prone cane out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, you can make fun of anybody you want that's out there on the court. But I have come across this one woman. We were we were all lining up, you know, getting out there on the court. And and she she's kind of hunched up. She's got her ear kind of almost to her shoulder on one side. And she kind of looks maybe like she'd had a stroke or something and she's kind of hobbling out there and i'm like oh geez like this is gonna be a snoozer she just creamed me i mean it, it's really about ball placement you know um, yeah it really is kind of a combo between i suppose tennis and ping pong it's almost a little more like ping pong than tennis so any of those kinds of ping pong techniques really help but it's really deceptive and i think that's the reason why people can play so late in life it's really more finesse than it is physical and mm. i sort of feel stupid sometimes because i'll be running around and racing and chasing and like falling and doing all this stuff and the other people are just standing there you know and and you can win a game by literally almost standing there you know so it's really yeah. about you hit it and how you hit it and so there, it's a there's a lot of technique involved is is spin come a factor it can be sure yeah that just yeah. is an added level you know this is a callback to what you had said a minute ago i think one of the making a parallel between that and golf uh, i think one of the things that makes people want to play golf when they start is it's pretty easy to hit what looks like a good ball when you start, you know, it, it, it's easy to think you like when I started, I'm like, oh, I already know how to play this game because I had played baseball. And after it took like one or two rounds, like, oh, no. But within each of those horrific rounds, there would be a few shots where I would go, oh, see, I could be good at this if I just worked harder at it. It seems like with pickleball, the, the floor, uh, not to use a technical term, but the floor, would be like, <laughs> I can go out there. I could probably go out there and rally right now no one was keeping score and we were just hitting the ball back and forth i could probably do that right mm -hmm. and that would keep me coming back like i can participate it's not like I'm trying to think of like if if i were to try to play tennis against someone who was good it would suck because i wouldn't be able to return the ball right mm -hmm. or um, i'm trying to think of other sports like that or even like if you try to play basketball and you don't know how to play basketball you're going to last 30 seconds because mm -hmm. you're going to dribble the ball off your foot and you're not you're going to shoot air balls and you're going to get frustrated but I think sports like that, especially as you get older, to be able to walk out onto a court and be able to hold your own is really attractive. Well, and I think also that pickleball is played in doubles and singles. More commonly, it's doubles, but that makes it more social and it actually makes it more fun. And because it's so popular, um, like we have a, a YMCA out in Meridian that is just one giant gym and you go out there every day of the week and there's probably 15 or 20 courts there and there's tons of people and you just rotate in and you rotate out. So you've always got people to play with and you just can kind of keep moving versus having to have three friends that you can call up and go play with. So I think it's popularity mm -hmm. really helps. Um, and right. you know, you can just show up and pick up a game and you, you can play for an hour and then you just leave. So it, I think the social, um, part of it keeps people coming, but it also, um, uh, it, I don't know. It's just a fun environment. It's easy access mm -hmm. to, right. and there's competitions like crazy, well, you know? So if you're in, interested in that, you can get involved in those kinds of things. I don't necessarily i'm not really interested in that um well that, that was 
So that was my next question. You had said earlier that, you know, one of the things about playing soccer was that you would get too riled up and too, too wired. And how have you avoided that playing pickleball? How have you avoided just, you know, being yourself? How, how do you not just apply that to a different sport? Well, when I first started, I did. And I could see how frustrated and how mad I would get because I would miss mm. um, or somebody else was being a jerk. And um, so then, but I would lose my focus and it did not help my game. And so I really, and my coach friend really helped too, because, you know, we kind of kept talking about it. It's just like, just, just get it over the net, just get it over the net, just get it over the net and stay focused. So it's really kind of a good, dare I say, meditative kind of practice also, hmm. because you're really trying to stay calm um, because you can play better that way. Um, so it, it really is a kind of a feedback loop as to what's happening, you know, I inside right and and then it's like okay i need to modulate this behavior because now i'm just mad and this isn't fun right and i just want to kill the guy you know so (laughs) (laughs) that you know so that feels good a little bit sometimes but you know mostly it it, that i don't know it's unproductive so um so i've had to learn to modulate that and i've learned a strategy that when you compliment other people's play it backs <laughs> them down and you oh. can start to have more fun with each oh, other rather than go com- you know competition competitive what do i want to say like <laughs> go head to head and like have that aggression meet if you just say hey nice ball you know it, it just softens things and it, it can make the make the game more fun okay i thought you i thought you were going to say it softens them up so you can beat them well sometimes <laughs> well, it works that say. way too were... yeah it, it really it, it yeah it can killing them with kindness well you're there, like, yeah. there we go whatever do whatever yeah. you get in there yeah but yes. uh, well the yeah i i do is there a lot of shit talking going on on the pickleball court well you see <laughs> it, it that's my favorite i've found that when there isn't it's, it's like less pickle fun this for me. kind of thing right like, yeah you know, <laughs> and um and so uh it just kind of depends on who you're playing against um some people are really serious and they're really competitive and they're no fun at all mm-hmm. and then there's other people that you can play around with a bit more and kind of soften them up and you know when you're out there right uh, I did hear a pretty good, I heard a, an interview with Owen Wilson a while back that he was talking about, um, he was actually playing tennis with some friends and he had the best, I thought, insult slash smack talk. <laughs> like he like sets up, they set him up for a lob and he just like nails it. He just yells, that's how you pepper a steak. <laughs> <laughs> I think you need to start using that. I like that. Yeah, that's pretty good. Oh, that was one of my favorites. <laughs> I've not really gotten to use it very that much yet. Good. But that if I you know, on the pickleball court, yeah, believe me, that's oh. going to be used. Yeah. <laughs> Are you saying that you're going to get out to the pickleball court? I'm just going to like. I'm just going <laughs> to. I walk by this pickleball court place where you play near the senior center <laughs> and i i've seen the seniors not peppering sticks so i'm gonna start talking shit to those all y'all from the from the trail i'll be like that is not how you pepper a steak there betty i think you can I, so i don't know right yeah, i might get out there who knows here's the thing too i mean to back up on my my history with pickleball yeah mm-hmm. 
it we had and i looked up the like the the i guess the origin story of pickleball itself a little bit but it was uh i, I know i could have, i don't have it pulled up right now i could go to the interweb and figure out who the guys were but it was like in the 60s like in the in the puget sound area i feel like somewhere oh so we had like when i was growing up in the yeah, well when we, when we moved to the seattle area we had the sport court you remember the sport court you've been yeah really yeah, yeah. yeah. Court, and they played pickleball and they, i didn't know what it was yeah yeah there was I, a pickleball yeah. component to the sport court mm -hmm. which is like you the basically there was a net thing you could set up and that could be a volleyball net or it could be a sport court net or a sport court a pickleball net and there was a basketball hoop and then there was this yeah. meshy you know somebody walls minutes. yeah but uh, so we played pickleball back in like this is my high school days and like just out of high school days and i guess it never really sat like it didn't seem like that great of a sport to me then, but yeah, I just was like, this is kind of boring. I don't know. It wasn't like an old person sport at that time. It was not known to be like, a, I shouldn't say, I'm sorry. Old people are not the only ones who play pickleball. I know, I was gonna say, it is the fastest growing sport it's in the weird. country. Why yeah, did I mean, they play and the, the kids are unbelievable. Like, I don't, I don't, okay. I don't understand Why? the fire, but, Why? but yeah, it's, but it's crazy. I had maybe just an old prejudice against the game. And I'm like, ah, I'm going to play basketball and volleyball. This is, this sport court is is dead to me when it comes to <laughs> pickleball yeah. and like the weird rackets i was anyway i don't yeah. know what do you it's think it's called a paddle a paddle <laughs> it's not, it's not called, I, had to, I don't know it's coming so or something like that or what it, no, I, it's a paddle because it could be like it's a kitchen load and i think I, like something <laughs> to do with food and like it could be the <laughs> it could be like a yeah well or a peppered steak i think yeah. i looked this up before um I think I had told you I turned on the TV and there was pickleball and it was McEnroe and Andy Roddick against someone. And I just looked it up. That's it was it was Andre Agassi put it together. Oh, and it was it was McEnroe and Andy Roddick. No, no, it was McEnroe and Michael Chang against oh. Agassi and Andy Roddick for a million dollars. It's a different game than tennis. I mean, obviously, if you played tennis, it's an easier transition, but it, but it is a different. Yeah. But they uh, must've been hitting the ball so hard. Oh yeah. But yeah. can you get a lot of heat on those things? You can. Okay. You can. Yep. All right. And I mean, is paddles it, range from $50 to 350. I mean, you could probably spend, you know, even more than that. If yeah. You want to, so. So we actually are going to need to wrap it up pretty soon, but I, also, I wanted to introduce the idea of what are some of asking you guys, we've already covered a few, but what are some other sports we can look forward to participating in as we get older? Yeah, and, do, and how many count as sports versus pastimes? Does bowling count? Are we going to join bowling leagues well, for the I competition? To, to our guests a little bit here, because as I mentioned at the top of the show, um, we had, we have a, she was embedded in a, in a senior community in the Palm Springs area. And oh yeah, she went in. She went in hard. She went in and lived in a trailer with her, but her friend Sally. Oh, it's such, Sally. I don't know. It's a motor home of sorts. I don't know an RV. It's called a, it's a manual. trailer. Park model trailer. Yeah. Okay, but so it's you, like a single wide that never goes anywhere, which I guess is synonymous with single wide. Which is so. now called a. That's a, I believe that's a manufactured home, isn't it? Mm, they're called trailers. They have license plates. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Okay, but they have wheels. They have wheels, but okay. they never go. Is it is it a tiny home or is it like a large trailer? 
it is really, I think the same thing as a single wide, um, mm -hmm. except it's you step up because it sits on wheels. So it's a single wide mm -hmm. on wheels if you need a visual. Okay. You were there to like get away from the winter and spend some time because your good friend Sally um, from back in our Seattle days also, um, her folks have a place like that place. And, but it was like, there were lots of sports and activities going on, which you said you got mm -hmm. into what's well, starting with, well, like, I don't know, there's a pickleball, but there's cornhole is a thing. Cornhole. Cornhole. We, yeah, have, something. Yeah, we, cornhole have, we have the cornhole here. The cornhole competition was the rage. I was shocked. I was walking back from the pool and the bocce ball court had been cleared. Bocce. And they, yeah, they had, I don't know, eight, 10, 15 uh, cornhole, I don't even know what you call them, boards, courts. Uh, yeah. Whatever. The regulation, regulation 27 feet apart. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm sure it was to regulation. Yep. And there were golf carts parked all over the place and people were bringing food. And, you know, it was, it was, it was a hit. Um, other things that I, they offered. I, go ahead. I may sound like an old man here, but that sounds like a lot of fun. <laughs> well, I, people, it, it, it appeared that people were having fun and it looked like it was fun. Perhaps <laughs> if I knew some of the people, because I was really kind of an outsider, mm. right? I hadn't did that. Yeah. Um, Who's that young girl? Yeah. Right. Yeah. And, um, and, and maybe I'm not really a joiner, like some people are. Mm. So, mm -hmm. um, but I'm sure uh, that some people were having a great time. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think that yeah, it's a, but that's kind of a bar sport, but it's also translated or yes. transferred into the the senior community a little bit. I mean, I guess it's not was, difficult. To, was there uh, was there shuffleboard going on? They have the a big board? shuffleboard with the with the you know the stick. Yeah, like the as I say, the Lido deck style. Mm -hmm. where it's up there. You're on yeah, the I, I believe they have a whole pavilion for the shuffleboard. <laughs> That's so great. <laughs> um, and water volleyball oh. was quite popular. And okay. both sides of the net are populated with maybe 20 people. I mean, there's oh. not a lot of water uh, in between the people. <laughs> that could be dangerous, yeah. That, that seemed quite popular. Um, I asked if there okay. were like water wings happening or life jackets at the well, there, nobody that, that was not required at this time. Okay. <laughs> but those are, I mean, those those are sort of the, I mean, and I, I don't want anyone listening to get the impression that we're making fun of old people for playing water volleyball. And those are really those all sound like really fun pastimes was there anyone playing anything was there softball was there pickleball were there you know more kind of sporty sports there is pickleball there's tennis courts um mm -hmm. i think the pickleball was more popular than the tennis which i seem mm -hmm. to be finding all over town uh the pickleball after pickleball courts are full and the tennis courts tend to be empty um mm -hmm. Arctic dictates that's right yeah. yeah um but you know they had dancing classes they had some line dancing classes yeah. they had um i'm trying to remember what else um there was lap swimming that was available that that wasn't swimming big you said water aerobics oh and water aerobics good gosh oh. water aerobics yes. yeah it's another one of my favorite sports yes. I have to say. I've been doing that for years. I mean, I think anything, isn't it like if you transfer anything to water, it's just easier on your joints. Yeah. 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 And then I was in my list of, uh, you know, exhaustive research. There was a lawn bowling, I guess is bocce ball, kind of, but lawn bowling is a thing that we used to have those when I in 
Palo Alto, there was a lawn bowling, a full on, because it was kind of like, yeah, rear upper crust, you know, sort of at the country club, there was like the lawn bowlers mm-hmm. and the, the grass court basketball, basketball, that'd be cool. But uh, tennis, there was the grass courts, but then there's, um, I thought maybe lawn darts, is that still a thing that people do? Or those get, those get outlawed, but uh or just, you know, even like at the competitive, competitive, you know, sports slash games, like card games, like bridge and like, you know, the cribbage yeah. and all that are things that people want to do, like to keep that competitive edge. I feel like they skew in older age to sort of that kind of gaming where mm-hmm. it's like, or like, you know, the casinos are full of a lot of old folks playing Kino, old folks playing. They got it. So you're Kino. saying that, that, you're saying that part of the reason that we participate in sports and even our sports fans is for the juice, man, we need the juice. Yeah. The juice is the game. Got to get that rush. Um, when my, when my grandmother was in a, it's an independent living, they had assisted living too. I remember they had, they would have wee bowling nights. This is mm-hmm. a while ago. They'd have the wee and they do the bowling with that. Oh, the wee, um, the yeah. game wee, like yeah. a small wee, yeah. but I thought you meant like the wee little, little alley, but it's like, she, you know, <laughs> no. like, uh, yeah, no, we back when the Wii was a thing. Mm-hmm. It is, them. yeah. Um, well, I think we need to wrap it up. We're we're pushing right right toward Katie's an hour a, here. She's got a game to get to. Yeah, <laughs> she's got to get. Got to go get to a game. So yeah, you probably can't get the, the 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 good games going for another few weeks. Maybe it's not really snowing right now. I'm lying mm-hmm. about that, but it did yeah. snow last night, so which is not the best. Oh. Craziness. Our, I think our last snow was last week. Actually, no, it was earlier this week, but we're slated to get up into the 80s next week. So um, welcome to Oregon. Yeah. I know. I'm going to have to cut all this out. Uh, we got, But before we start cutting things out, this is the final show of our season. Yes. And what the future holds for us is unclear. We are going on hiatus. Mr. Wynn, would you care to expound on this? Well, I'm going to walk the earth like Cain. And, like, you know, as I say, I, 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 was try, I was trying to see if I was like uh, Samuel L. Jackson in, in uh, Pulp Fiction. I rewatched that scene, but there was too much God. And oh, I'm not going to be doing a lot of God stuff out there as I wander the earth. But I'm going to be uh, doing a little traveling this summer, bringing my, my newly acquired microphone with me to see if I can. <laughs> I don't know what our next season's uh, theme is going to be, but Mr. Rosen's going to be kind of a a, a a guest at here and there yeah you know, and i might come over to the interview you and uh figuring out what the stories we want to tell for the next season but we don't know when the next season is so i'm not right, sure right. to say that we're stopping the podcast after this particular broadcast and then the uh start update again is not uh the upstart date is not established <laughs> so that's not right. to say about that i don't know <laughs> i don't know well take it a well break put, I- yeah, taking a little break here. Uh, gonna go live your life. So, on that note, we have some people to thank as we wrap up this season. It's been a great season. Uh, really, I don't, I, I'm speaking only for myself here, but expanded my horizons. I learned a lot about sports that I didn't think much about coming into this. I thought we were gonna go football, baseball, basketball, maybe a little hockey, but no. we definitely did not do that. We learned about all kinds of things. We learned how competitive dart throwers can be, for one. <laughs> That's true. We did some adult sports leagues for that one. And also we they talked about the Kentucky Derby and a pilgrimage with uh, uh-huh. we talked about Greg Heinzman's sports prowess in uh, high school. We in high school, about, three sports star Greg Heinzman. We talked, we talked about, about uh, Rebecca triathlons. Evans. 
Yeah, triathlons with the BQ and like the sport aerobics as a like it does a very competitive thing. Um, mm-hmm. Probably I mean, not something you can do into old age. Sport aerobics. Oh, uh, I don't know. High, high impact, high impact, high. low impact <laughs> as we get old. Low uh, impact. Yes, we did get into skateboarding as well with our man Brett Battistain, who we have to thank Brett Battistain. Skateboarding, we had. Yep, Brett. Bat- we had three great little league stories. That's true. Um, from the commission the commission and also like we had a, a kind of a theme we had a michael jordan theme element we also did have a theme or mini theme of like adults behaving badly around children in sports <laughs> like bad coaches bad fans bad parents all that kind of stuff was a thing that i feel like yeah that's inevitable when you talk about youth sports there's going to be badly <laughs> behaved adults yeah. Okay. Speaking of youth sports, I can look out my window here and see the kid next door shooting hoops. He's not out there yet because he's in school, but in a couple hours, I guarantee he'll be out there shooting hoops. Are you gonna go, yeah. You're going to go challenge him? Uh, well, <laughs> as a callback from what you said earlier, I went out there once and it was, I didn't even hit the rim. Oh. Until, like, until I had been shooting for about five minutes, I couldn't even hit the rim. Then all of a sudden, I, I honed in. But boy, that goes fast, doesn't it? Um. Who else to thank? Uh, listeners, uh, get Brett Battistain, guests. Yes, um, including Katina Dutton, sitting right here. Thank you for coming. It's been my pleasure. <laughs> uh, I tried to text our, our mutual friend downstairs halfway through, and she never responded, but we could have got some good sports stories of her if she this is your wife. get it through. She in your she house. Was... She's in your house right <laughs> yeah. now. But she's refused to come on. She's she, into it, but she is sporty and... Can't stop and moving. She's competitive. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> totally. Go bowling with her. You'll be in for a surprise. Uh, but also presently teaching yoga first and third Wednesday of every month at the Anchor Valley Wine Tasting Room. Little plug there. If you happen to be in Jacksonville, Oregon on a Wednesday, sign up early. Bases are going fast. We cap it at 20. I know. This is sort of like Lake will be gone all of a sudden. So you guys are out there. <laughs> I know. It That's where you live, except for it's you know, get in Wednesdays. Wednesdays are the Rosen Takeover night at the Anchor Valley Winery. <laughs> that is old school. Old, I should say not old school. That is as old right there. I, Small I, town. Yep. Yeah. Small, Small town. town. Yeah. All righty. <laughs> well, I think we've said our piece. I think so. And what do we do at the end of the show? We ask you to keep the story moving forward. That's it, kids.